voice of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, quality and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. Well, hello and welcome to All Things Radio 677. I'm Bill Sparks. I'm just kind of sitting in around all of these guys. On a personal note, I'm leaving tomorrow for a little Evansville and Boonville. My grandson's graduating, so we hope to have a good time Friday and Saturday in Boonville and Evansville. And I can check out the radio market. I better take my HD radio with me, the small one, and do that. And I think I'm looking forward to that. So take it away, Jeff. I was just thinking when you were talking about Evansville, Indiana, I was thinking about, uh, about Indiana University in Bloomington. And my nephew had a class that was taught by Bobby Knight talking about how to coach and, and how to work with people. But I don't know how I don't know how well he did that himself. Self. Oh, well, let's, let, let's get back to what we're supposed to be doing here. We'll start things off with our radio news from a national perspective, and we'll follow it up with Jennifer Sparks, call letter, and format changes. Up next on the bill, we have an, a feature pre- produced, or I should say provided by Bill Sparks on the Sports Enterprise Network. Uh, it didn't last too long, from 1981. This week, our classic air check and our feature station are related. In 1996, I got a recording of radio station KMGL-FM in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, from July 7th. That was a Sunday, and they were doing an all-80s weekend. Now, like, Bernie does the Friday night 80s show. This is not like that, but I just wanted to see what it sounded like, and so I decided to put it up here on All Things Radio. And finally, we'll get to hear what mornings sound like on this radio station today. That's KMGL-FM in Oklahoma City. They're owned and operated by Tyler Media. Other than that, that's all that's really going on in radio. We can talk about this because uh, I didn't get to mention it in the news because it finally broke yesterday, but are they going to be able to save AM radio? Well, we'll talk about that maybe after the newscast. There's a coalition of Republicans and Democrats. I can't believe they're actually agreeing on something. And they want to change or they want a law to prevent automakers from removing AM radio from car radios. Will this work? I don't know. Other countries have eliminated radio, uh, AM radio in the spectrum. Uh, Norway, for one. England is not eliminated, but uh, there's very few AM radio stations to listen to in the United Kingdom. So who knows what's going to happen with that. But, Bill, let's go to uh, you, and I'll uh, let you continue, and we'll say hello to you and everybody else. All right, and we'll make it real quick, because Bernie and I probably don't have a lot to say. We're, oh, we should on. We should call this segment <laughs> No Change Indie, but like you said, I leave town tomorrow. What's going to happen? Things will break loose right, right. Well, you know, uh, Jeff mentioned uh, the all-80s thing that we did on Friday nights, but yeah. we do uh, all-80s weekends on uh, B105.7 many times. In fact, we're doing one this weekend. So I'll be interested to hear some of the songs they play in Oklahoma City in 1996 to see if we're missing something. Mm. 
But the only bad news I've got for you, though, is, Bernie, is you've got to listen to a little bit of a sports segment. But you can prioritize your time and do something else while that sports now, is going on. I don't on. mind a good sports segment sometimes until they go too long. <laughs> yeah. Or if, yeah, or if the TV is on in the background. And well, no, that was a little bad, yeah. That was, that was but no, this one I, is... I mute my phone so that no one would ever know what else I'm doing. Right. Well, well, the problem was the TV interference from the, you know, the AM back in the old days. Oh, the one week. that was last week? Yeah. 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 That was... That was radio back in the day, but we won't have that this week. But I we cannot honestly that. tell you that this guy was my most favorite. He would not be my most favorite sports talk host, but but this was before ESPN, and so it makes it a little bit interesting because they were the forerunner to what you hear on ESPN Radio and all the other sports networks that have... And they really, they really, I know it's early for this, but they really went out and got, like, top people in the market. Uh, you know, yeah, they, they didn't, they didn't stint around. They, did. they, they grabbed a lot of people. They got a lot of people, and it lasted how long? Well, just a few months because I forgot right when the baseball strike was going on. I, I don't think it even made it to the winter. I think it was like, like three months. Yeah, it it was it was actually pretty good. It was on WNDE. I remember it on yeah. at night, and I thought, are they switching to sports? Of course, we never had a sports radio, but this was even before. The fan in New York, yeah. actually. Yeah. yeah. If you stop you know, and though, think about that. Spe- speaking, Bill, of WNDE, <clears throat> um, they have the Indians games on. And Ooh. this this morning, um, Howard, is it Melman that does the Kelman. play-by-play for the- Yeah, Howard Kelman. Yeah. And Kelman, there you go. And he was being interviewed with uh, Alex Cohen, who's our announcer. And uh, we won't even say what the game, what happened to the game. It was that bad. But... I guess he is the only person who has filled in and called play-by-play for both the Yankees and the Mets in the past. Well, he's been doing minor league baseball for over 50 years now. He has. Oh, yeah. yeah. I he, did the Mets wow. in, he did the Mets in 14 for a couple of games, he said. And, of course, he did the Yankees for that game last year. So he said he's the only person to have ever done that. I don't think he... Maybe it got time, because there have probably been opportunities over the years for him, but I'm not sure. Bernie, you may know him better than I would, but I'm not sure he really wanted to go to the big leagues. I don't know. because I'm, I think he was pretty happy here. Yeah, I apparently, think. Apparently from what Alex was saying, though, that he does you know, mentor a lot of the up-and-coming minor league broadcasters, you know, and he's always willing to talk and and this and this. So it sounds like it's something he's a good guy. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah, we've got a good guy that works on the fan that actually does is it you know, he does the South Bend Cubs and he's been there for two or three years, but he works in the winter months then he works for the fan. And he does a pretty good job. But he loves the Cubs organization, just loves the Cubs. Well, we better love the news or I'm going to get in trouble here. We can get good guys. Oh, good. We can get good guys. 
Yeah, yeah, and that award-winning news, and Jeff did did the story that that Odyssey did that make. Yes, it did. We the, can we can talk about that if anyone has yeah. questions. It, it did make the news. I I didn't want to tease it and then it not happen, but I didn't know if it had made the news. So here we go. I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. Odyssey stock trading is halted, and more radio groups report their first quarter revenue results. Odyssey makes changes at radio station WTDY-FM in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Plus, there's lots of news on the street. It was yet another busy week this week in the world of broadcasting, and once again, Odyssey makes news. Yes, the trials and tribulations of this company are coming to the forefront, with stock being halted by the New York Stock Exchange because the stock price for Odyssey was below $1 a share. And it has been that way for a number of weeks. And the last time we we checked out the price for Odyssey stock. It was trading at $0.09 cents a share. Odyssey stock can still be traded, but it won't be listed on the New York Stock Exchange. It will be listed over the counter. Now, how is Odyssey doing revenue-wise? Well, in their first quarter, revenue was down 5.5% to $259.6 million. David Field, CEO of the company, says that first quarter revenue was down, with local advertising outperforming national advertising. Salem Media also reported their first quarter revenue results, and they were up 1.4% to $63.49 million. In the case of Salem, national ad revenue was up 20%, while local ad revenue was up 4%. One of the big things pulling Salem revenue down was the increased cost of operating the radio stations, which was up 6%. Town Square Media also reported reported its first quarter revenue results, which were up 2.9%. Todd Square Media is making most of its money not from broadcast revenue, but from digital revenue. Radio was barely mentioned on the earnings report. Their main focus is on their digital products. Now let's move to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, where Odyssey made changes at radio station WTDY-FM. It all started last Thursday when WTDY dropped its traditional top 40 format in favor of an all-Taylor Swift format. The station was promoting themselves as Taylor Swift Radio and played non-stop Taylor Swift music, and they said something was coming on Monday morning at 9 a.m. Well, that something did come. They dropped their traditional Top 40 format in favor of a hot adult contemporary format. We'll provide you with an air check of this radio station's format change on next week's All Things Radio live broadcast. Now let's take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. It seems that the more and more radio people are retiring these days, and this week John DeBella announced his retirement from radio station WMGK-FM in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. John DeBella has been a fixture in Philadelphia radio since 1982. He came to Philadelphia after working at radio station WLIR-FM in Garden City, New York, and he also did work on the National Lampoon Radio Hour. John DeBella originally worked at WYSP and had numerous feuds with Howard Stern. However, in 2001, he came to radio station WMGK-FM doing mornings at the radio station. John DeBella's last day of working for radio station WMGK is June 30th, and yes, we will definitely provide you an air check of John DeBella in the morning on radio station WMGK in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. Another individual retiring from radio station WMGK-FM is Jim Kinney, who's their assistant producer production director, and who did film work for the radio station. He's been with the radio station since 1984. Now let's move to Kansas City, Missouri, where a new urban adult contemporary station is on the air. Carter Broadcasting has purchased the translator on 106.9 from Alpine Broadcasting. The station is using the HD2 signal of radio station KPRS-FM, which transmits on a frequency of 103.3. Now let's follow the world of syndication, with the Dana Cortez show being syndicated by Skyview Networks. The show airs weekdays, and a weekend component is also being produced by Skyview Networks as well. Last week, we told you about the top-billing radio stations, but what about the top-billing radio groups? Bia Kelsey has produced a list of the top-billing radio groups, and here's how it all plays out. iHeartMedia is number one with 866 radio stations, bringing in $2.3 billion. Odyssey is number two with its 234 stations, bringing in $1.3.5 billion. Cumulus 
was number three with 404 radio stations, generating $493 million. Rounding up the top 10 were Hubbard Media, Beasley Media, Cox Media, Town Square Media, Urban One, Televisa Univision, and Salem Media. Finally, let's move to Sacramento, California, where the sale of a radio station will lead to a format change. Radio Results has sold KCCLFM. They transmit on frequency of 101.5 to Laser Broadcasting. Laser Broadcasting owns radio stations throughout California, and they all broadcast a Spanish format. And the classic it's format that has been airing on radio station KCCLFM is no more, to be replaced by a Spanish format. Now it's time to begin our look at the Nielsen April Personal People Meter Ratings. New York City, the number one-ranked radio station is WLTWFM with an adult contemporary format. The number two-ranked radio station is WAXQFM, programming a classic rock format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in New York City is WBLSFM with an adult contemporary format. In Los Angeles, California, the number one-ranked radio station is KRTHFM, broadcasting a classic its format. The number two-ranked radio station is KBIGFM, broadcasting a hot adult contemporary format. Finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Los Angeles, California, is KIIS-FM, broadcasting a pop CHR format. In Chicago, Illinois, the number one-ranked radio station is WLIT-FM, with an adult contemporary format. The number two-ranked radio station is WDRV-FM, broadcasting a classic rock format. Finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Chicago, Illinois, is WXRT-FM, broadcasting an album adult alternative rock format. In San Francisco, California, the number one-ranked radio station is KCB. AM with its all-news operation. The number two-rank radio station is KOIT-FM with an adult contemporary format. Finally, the number three-rank radio station in San Francisco, California is KISQ-FM, also broadcasting an adult contemporary format. In Dallas, Texas, the number one-rank radio station is KTCK-FM with its all-sports format. The number two-rank radio station is KLUV-FM, broadcasting a classic hits format. And finally, the number three-rank radio station in Dallas, Texas is KZPS-FM, broadcasting a classic rock format. In Houston, Texas, the number one-rank radio station is KODA-FM, broadcasting an adult contemporary format. The number two-rank radio station is KGLK-FM, broadcasting a classic rock format. Finally, the number three-rank radio station in Houston, Texas is KSBJ-FM, broadcasting a Christian CHR format. In Atlanta, Georgia, the number one-rank radio station is W. USRV-FM, programming a classic its format. The number two-ranked radio station is WAMJ-FM, programming an urban adult contemporary format. Finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Atlanta, Georgia, is WSB-AM, with a news talk format. In Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the number one-ranked radio station is WDAS-FM, with an urban adult contemporary format. The number two-ranked radio station is WMGK-FM, with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, is WMMR-FM, broadcasting a rock format. Out on Long Island, the number one-ranked radio station is WBAB-FM, with a classic rock format. The number two-ranked radio station is WHTZ-FM, broadcasting a pop CHR format. Finally, the number three-ranked radio station out on Long Island is WALK-FM, broadcasting an adult contemporary format. In Riverside, California, the number one-ranked radio station is KOL. AFM broadcasting a classic its format. The number two rank radio station is KFRG FM broadcasting a country format. Finally, the number three rank radio station in Riverside, California is KSGN FM broadcasting an adult contemporary format. In San Jose, California, the number one rank radio station is KCBS AM with its all news operation. The number two rank radio station is KUFX FM programming a classic rock format. Finally, the number three rank radio station in San Jose, California is KOIT FM broadcasting an adult contemporary format. Out of New Jersey, encompassing the counties of Middlesex, Somerset, and Union, the number one rank radio station broadcasting a talk format is WKXW FM. The number two rank radio station is WAXQ FM with a classic rock format. Finally, the number three rank radio station out of New Jersey is WMGQ FM 
with an adult contemporary format. Next week, we'll continue our look at the Nielsen April Pro Settled People Meter Ratings. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. Thank you very much, Jeff. No problem. I guess I'm going to ask the question, and I think maybe this happened to Emmis back in the day. What causes a station to get delisted on the NASDAQ? Well, I know on the NASDAQ and the New York Stock Exchange and also the MX, which is the American Stock Exchange, which you don't hear too much about these days, your stock price has to be within a certain limit. And if it goes below that limit or below that number, then it's uh, then the clock is, is ticking as to how long it has to get back to that number. So what happened with Odyssey is their stock price went down to as low as, I'm going to say, yeah, I saw it about a month ago as low as $0.02 cents a share. So they did go up to about $0.09 cents a share. However, they, they the stock the uh, New York Stock Exchange has has decided to delist them, but Odyssey is fighting it. And so they are on what they call the over-the-counter exchange, so that people have stock in Odyssey aren't going to lose money. They're losing money anyway, but they just traded on a different exchange. However, they, they can get back in to the good graces of the New York Stock Exchange, assuming they can get that stock price up. And what they're going to do is a reverse split. Sometime in May, they're, they're getting together with their board of directors and their shareholders to, to make this happen. And that's probably what's going to get them back on the New York Stock Exchange. So, yeah, and it, it didn't it didn't this happen to Emma's Bernie back? Oh in- yes, it did. Yep, it did. And the, the, do you remember when when he wanted to go private, but then he wanted to go yeah. public, and he and and it, that that never that never got that never went to fruition after after he after he took the company private. If I remember correctly. He, he- he did not get a chance to take the company private because the uh, board of directors could not come to an agreement. So he really wanted to. Uh, he wanted to buy them all out, but it didn't happen that way. He had a disadvantage, Bernie, and not to say anything bad about him, but he had a disadvantage in some of his markets, like in New York and Los Angeles. And those two markets I'm using as an example in Chicago. He, he couldn't compete with the big players that owned lots of radio stations where he only owned... I don't know. He, he took power number one for quite a few years. Yeah, yeah. but what, what what caused the fall down? Was, was it... I mean, because power was doing well, but then 92.3, the beat came on in Los Angeles and then just swept them away because iHeartMedia had the money and was buying, taking all the talent away from power and moving them over to people... Like Big Boy's Neighborhood was on one was on power 105, 106.9, what it, 105. whatever the frequency was. They He moved from power to, to I'm sorry, from, uh, yeah, power to 92.3, the beat. And so did other radio, yeah. other radio announcers because iHeart had the money and they were just throwing it away to uh, pay, to, to uh, buy the talent. And that's, well, the, that's, thing that, the thing that was uh, making Power 106 successful is the fact that in L.A. there were no other stations doing R&B and hip-hop that had a signal strong enough to cover the city. Because it's a hard city to cover. It is, because you got hills and, va- hills and valleys. It was a great... It yeah. was a, that's, yeah. I mean, I, I was in Los Angeles, California. Well, it wasn't Power 106, it wasn't Power 106 then. It was K-West 106 back then. But they had a great signal. I, I can tell you that. Oh, well, they fact. did. Um, but in New York, but in New York, for example, 
they had they had uh, well, well, Pat, well, it was Power ninety seven. It was one hundred three point five, and then it became then it became ninety seven hot ninety seven point one. Yeah, but hot ninety seven. Again, they had a problem with the one hundred five point one, which was Power one up, which is iHeartRadio, and they and they got all the talent as well. And then then they they had a problem. He, he ended up buying WLIB AM, WBLS FM, which would have worked out. But I think he, he maybe he, maybe he bit off more than he could chew at that point. Because ultimately, media, media, media code took over those radio stations. It's the only one he has in New York City now is ninety-eight point seven ESPN, which is being run by Good Karma Group, and is a, that that's a whole complicated situation. Gosh, first time I've heard it this quiet. Um, and I no, think it was this quiet two weeks ago. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Well. Oh. I was going to say also in Austin, I mean, in Austin, he had several of the top 10 stations, but he had the problem where because he bought the LBJ half of it and then Sinclair Telecable owned the other 49% or something of it. So right, technically, right. they technically didn't own the whole thing. They only bought out, they bought out the Johnson family. So that was their problem here. They didn't own it 100%. I hated him sell. I see him sell Energy 96.5. That's all I can say. Oh, that was so good. Oh, yeah. That was a good But when he owned a station, they did good, good, good jobs. Right? Yeah. Oh, nothing, yeah. The people here love working in, for him. Energy in Houston was so good. It I, was. I what it was about that station, they were just, they were special. They really and they always yeah. be remembered for starting the, the sports radio format, you know, starting the fans. Right. And, yep. yeah, we're and I guess the other thing is, I remember here in Indy when they took over Urban One at one oh what is it one oh five seven where you're working at now, Bernie, and moved TLC to one oh six seven. A lot of the people in the community were very upset because yeah. um, they were coming in. You know, Emmis was, and they didn't want to see them leave. They didn't want to see Urban come back and take that off. I mean, they just didn't. That that was, you know, you just never know how times are going to change, yeah. and. What changes? But I didn't know what was going on with with Odyssey because they their stations sound good. Yeah. But, well, remember oh. that whole as, as I said the other day when it came up, the iHeart was in bankruptcy for years and years and years, and we were talking about it every week on here, and they got out of it. I mean, you know, it doesn't mean a lot of things have gone into bankruptcy in the Boston market and different things. And they, they still exist, you know, 20 years after you first hear about them in bankruptcy. So, well, you know. iHeartMedia went yeah. bankrupt, and, and but but it was they went through a, re, a restructured bankruptcy, so they were able to restructure the company. Cumulus went through a bankruptcy as well. Steel City Media, which was owns uh, stations in, in Kansas City, Missouri, and, and Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, they went through a pre uh, pre uh, structured bankruptcy. So, I mean, it's not uncommon. Uh, when when WBLS uh, was uh, owned and operated by Inner City Media, which is a black-owned company, they went bankrupt, and that's how, that's how Emmis got the got the radio stations at the time. So that's how they got WBLS FM and WLIB AM at that point. So, and the only one, he, and he can't get rid of WLIB AM on eleven ninety because no one wants to buy it. So 
You know exactly. And we talked about that. The other thing we can talk about just quickly because I know we got to get to Jennifer because she's going to get mad at me. Is that for those who didn't hear? We talked about it uh, uh, before the radio show. Is that ESPN, according to an article in the Wall Street Journal, is looking at, or is going to get out of uh, the cable business. So if your cable company has ESPN channels, they will at some point be gone. And as uh, as the Wall Street Journal commented, and another uh, group that I monitor commented, this could be, I'm not sure that it's going to be the death of cable TV, but it could certainly affect the cable industry quite well. Well, like I said, when I bought a TV in Florida, and you can just plug it in and it connects to your Wi-Fi, and you've got a thousand channels right now free of charge. Now, I'm not saying you always have an ESPN free or something like that, but you know things are changing. There, well, yeah, and eventually, Bill, I think you're right. What's going to happen is yes, like Spectrum, like I have Spectrum. I will be able, I will get my internet through Spectrum, but I won't, I won't need my cable through them. As a matter of fact, I really don't need my cable through them now. So, well, and you're going to find yeah. out somebody will probably come along and step up and figure out a quicker and faster way to do internet, and it will be goodbye altogether. You're right. I mean, I, I, I and totally you know, agree. And Andrew Marshawn talked about the ESPN thing Marshawn, on their podcast, and yeah, he said in the short term. They're doing direct-to-consumer, and they're going to be on cable. But, it, yeah, he said eventually in the next 10 to 15 years as deals go, they'll probably leave. But what they have to do is on ESPN+, Plus, they want to get their regular ESPN and ESPN2 and ESPNU programming onto the ESPN Plus site. Because right now, if you have ESPN+, Plus, you don't see what's on ESPN and ESPN2. Well, that, have, but that's what they were talking about. But they're going to fix yeah, that's what they're going to fix. But, but, but uh, Sean, that's what they were talking about. Uh, it's not a matter of years before it goes off the cable. It's a matter. It's going to be a matter of maybe a year, maybe, maybe two years of that. But I think it's going to be even sooner than that. All right, uh, Bernie, you're a typical household. What What do you guys <laughs> use? Am. What do you guys <laughs> use for for the internet? And will that create a hardship for you when your television or whatever goes? To the you know it it's based it's on Wi-Fi. Is that going to create? Use, uh, well, we're on Comcast for both the internet and the TV. And one of the reasons I like Comcast is because they have great accessibility. Mm-hmm. Okay, but you know, what what we're trying to so I like yeah, that. Yeah, and what we're trying to tell you is that accessibility is going to happen on your internet-based TV or your Wi-Fi TV. You're going to have the same voices. You're going to be able to hold your remote and say, play CBS, play NBC, right, whatever. But this is, this, I'm talking about a phone number you call. If, if you have a problem uh, with accessibility in any way, Comcast yeah. will put somebody on the case right away. Yeah. yeah. That's, and so will Spectrum. I agree with Spectrum you there. Spectrum does too, yeah. I, 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 I agree with you there, but I, I'm not sure that that unfortunately in the long run will probably, I mean, accessibility is wonderful and I love it. I love it when I can call and get something fixed or whatever, but I don't think we're at the top of the food chain there. I mean, it's nice. It's wonderful. Jeff, do you know what 
in what day's uh, journal this article was in? Uh, I don't know what day. It, it, I didn't give me the article title yeah. or the date of it, but I think if you search it, I'm, if you search it on the web, you'll find it there. Perry. Okay. Just, but that I can tell you. I was not. I was not surprised. I mean, I'll because, tell you the truth. I, oh I, no. I I would like to see cable, and I, I I think I'm going to just finalize this here. I'd like to see a more a, a la carte type cable. I mean, there I there oh, are tons yeah. of channels that I don't yeah. watch and I could care right. less about. So. So I would like to get rid of the channels that I don't watch and just pay for the ones that I watch. I agree. But, but yeah, I agree. Yep. But, no. but Bernie, I will say, as far as the best is concerned, your Comcast is probably the most, I don't know if it's the most accessible, but it is the best served accessibility. You know Spectrum I mean? is good, but it, but Comcast has some features that Spectrum uh, Spectrum, I, I mean, Comcast, I would say, is outstanding on that. You yeah. know where well, you they, can. They got into them. it with the ground floor when when the Communicate Telecommunications Act 2010 came in. They, they were right there. The Tom yeah. Lukowski, he got in there and knew what he needed to do and was pushing from and made embarrass the other cable companies for years until they started to catch up. True. Right, I mean, and so even, go ahead. Even Teresa likes audio description, which yeah. I think is hilarious. That's unusual <laughs> for somebody to like that and but that is it's a wonderful thing you know it's just yeah, wonderful I'm, I'm i'm saying it's wonderful but fortunately those features will also be there they're built in natively so they're there you can hit a button and you know you can have that but i i do agree with you your comcast is the most award-winning and i don't I'm sitting here on it now, and I've got to go to the Comcast store next week and get a new modem for the legend. So they promise they will replace them every three years. It's been five, so we'll see. So <laughs> if I'm off the air for a week or two, you know, we'll see how well that accessibility works, Bernie. <laughs> Hopefully it will. But anyway, speaking of accessibility, let's see how Jim... Jenny's microphone works this week. And should she get a new microphone or not? I want you guys to vote. Here we go. Hello, everyone. I'm Jennifer Sparks, and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of May 18th. WIQI FM 95.9 Watsika, Illinois changes slogan from Classic Hits 95.9 WIQI to Classic Rock 95.9 WIQI WXXI FM 91.5 Rochester, New York changes calls to WXXO FM K. TXO FM 94.7 Goldsmith, Texas changes format from not available to regional Mexican. WEAL AM 1510 Greensboro, North Carolina changes format from silent to religious teaching. WOWQ 
FM 101.7 Central City, Pennsylvania changes format from oldies to classic hits and changes slogan from Cool 101.7 to W-O-W-Y Thank you, Jennifer. Uh, I love that station. That's a, that, that gave it a, gave a slogan of 103.5, 101.1, All these frequencies. <laughs> you, by yeah. the time you finished, finished, you, you forgot what you were listening to. Yeah. I like the one, Deposit <laughs> New York. What a name of that, a town. Yeah. That's a, yeah. Those are in this, uh, the, what they call the southern tier of New York, out near Binghamton, New York, and Delhi, New York. That's the same, that's the same area. Oh. It's a, uh, it's in the New York, Pennsylvania border in that area. Okay, now. Deposit. Next thing, it's going to be direct deposit and check. Direct and, deposit and no deposit. And, no. Yeah. And no return. Withdrawal. No return. Yeah. <laughs> no return. All of those towns in New York. Deposit New York. They're going to have deposit New York and withdrawal Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, um, that's right. <laughs> That's another thing. I I've never. I've been there once in that area uh, years and years ago when I went to college. But that that was like over forty years ago. So, speaking of radio, they used to. Well, it's not a radio, but they used to say it's. There'll never be a law that all checks have to be direct deposit. I see that's been in law for several years, and now since I've been retired, direct deposit for everybody. There are yeah. companies so, that that will that will give you your very first paycheck, so that you can so that you can uh, get the information and have the paycheck. But after that, it's direct deposit, or you don't get a check. I mean, that's that's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and no. I think 
I don't, I don't know if Social Security sends checks out anymore because they, I know yeah. that people on Social Security get uh, get or SSI or SSDI if they don't if they don't want to have cover going to a bank account they they have it going onto a Visa card so that some debit, debit card yeah. So just just don't lose it or else you're in trouble. Yeah. By the way, I thought the microphone sounded good. Are you so did? I. I thought it yeah. did. Yeah, it was good. It was, it good. was, fine. Yeah, it was yeah. good. We we did a little fix fine. to it. Uh, I thought it sounded pretty good. It, but you don't want that real type of bumbling vase in her voice. From but the microphone doesn't sound bad at all. No. Better than no. any other mic on the show. That's true. Well, that's not saying a whole lot. But what can I say? Hey, how about if we go to the Enterprise? Uh, I mean, the sports. I can't forget the sports Enterprise. Oh, let's go some sports. Actually, this Let's let's actually let's actually go to the Enterprise. What is that? Star Star Trek or what is that? Starship Enterprise. Starship yes. Enterprise. Yeah. Yeah, we can go there. Give me up. But remember, last week we were talking and we touched a little bit on this radio network, and Chris knew something about it. And I remember yeah. being in. I was so excited to be able to get sports talk at night. But after you heard this guy for about 10 minutes and Bernie, for your information, for your purposes, in case you need to do other things, you have 16 minutes in order to do it. <laughs> so I will be right here. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. So With my phone muted. Yeah. What is it? What are they? I think. It, how do you mute, mute a phone? I don't even know how in yeah, Zoom. Yeah, mine, mine has one. Mine Does has it? One. Yeah, yeah, the cordless I have has a mute. Button. Have you ever had a cordless not work and you thought it was muted? Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Not so good. Not so good. But this is as good. Well. That's a little bit of an exaggeration, but this is a part of history that we're going to hear about from 1981. This was before ESPN came along. There was no daily true sports talk every day at that time, or I don't remember any. Chris might. No, not a national. No. Not, not a, a national. national. No, not a national. No, not a national. No, most cities had uh, daily talk shows, usually in the evening, you know, at 6 to 8 or something like that. Yeah, something like uh, that, you know, 6 to but, 8, yeah. But that was uh, it. You know, that's about uh, what you had. Uh, this was it. So here we go. I don't think this guy happens to be the number one host of all time, but it's what it is. So here we go. Let's talk about sports. Sports of yesterday, now, and days to come. All sorts of sports for all kinds of listeners. Enterprise Radio, the sports network, has plenty of talk 91 hours a week with well-known hosts and celebrity guests. You can converse about this and that by simply calling an 800 toll-free number. Get your share of sports talk. Well, the 
Cowboys finally got a field goal out of that as time is running out at Shaper Stadium in Foxborough. Raphael Septien from about uh, 15, 20 yards out as the Dallas Cowboys lead the New England Patriots 35-21. I don't have a reading on it in front of me, but I do believe that the NFC is doing rather well so far against the AFC this year as I run it down uh, through my, you know, through my memory over the past uh, few weeks or so. See, Philadelphia over New England, now Dallas over New England, uh, Philadelphia over Buffalo. Um, I think there are quite a few others. And uh, I think that uh, we'll try to make a little study out of that and keep uh, maybe mark it down a little bit. But maybe, but of course, what we're talking about here is Dallas and Philadelphia. You're talking about the two top teams uh, in the NFC. However, we'll dig a little down, dig down a little deeper and to see how that is going to go. However, with time running out again, it's Dallas leading the New England Patriots on the Monday Night Football game, 35-21. to 21. Now, at Olympic Stadium in Montreal, Steve Carlton started against Ray Burris. Well, Montreal has now won the game, at least according to the, um, to the monitor on the screen. Uh, one to nothing in 17 innings, and hopefully we'll get a report on that momentarily. However, uh, Carlton started against Burris. And they, Scarlton struck out 12, and it's a, it is really a shame to pitch like that. But, of course, Burris pitched just as well as Montreal, at least according uh, to the monitor in the studio, has defeated Philadelphia now one to nothing in the 17th inning. Other games saw St. Louis down Chicago 2 to nothing, And also, again, according to the monitor, in the 13th inning, New York defeated Pittsburgh 4 to 3. Top of the 7th at San Diego, leading Cincinnati 6 to nothing. In the American League, that fight in the American League East, Boston won over Milwaukee 9-3. Eckersley the winner. He is 9-6. Moose Haas taking the loss. He's 9-7, a home run by Stapleton, his eighth of the year. Detroit over Baltimore 5-1. The winner is Milt Wilcox. He is 11-8. McGregor is the loser. He is 11-4. Dwyer, a home run for Baltimore in the losing cause. Oakland and Toronto was rained out. They'll play a twinite doubleheader tomorrow. Cleveland, down New York at New York's uh, Yankee Stadium tonight, 5 to nothing. waits over May. Texas over Seattle, 4-1. The winner is Danny Darwin. He is 9-8. Stoddard, the loser, he's 2-1. Minnesota over Kansas City, 7-2. Williams, the winner, he's 6-8. Hamaker, the loser, 1-3. And, and in the fourth inning, it's California with a 4-1 lead over Chicago. We'll get to your telephone calls right after this. Well, we did a little investigation as far as the AFC, NFC so far, and uh, what I thought was an NFC advantage has turned into an even situation, 3-3 three and three, as time has just run out at uh, Foxborough, and the Dallas Cowboys ha have uh, joined the ranks of the undefeated teams, and the New England Patriots are still winless. Final score tonight. Dallas Cowboys 35, the New England Patriots 21. Now back to our premise before. The NFC wins. Philadelphia has two and Dallas won. All right, so it's Philadelphia defeating New England, Philadelphia over Buffalo, and Dallas tonight over New England. You notice that New England has lost two of those three games. On the other side, Houston has defeated Los Angeles, Miami has defeated St. Louis, and Oakland has defeated Minnesota. So it is three and three. Our telephone number, area code 800-243-8111. Let's go to the telephones in Detroit. Greg, it's your turn. Hi, Ira. Uh, who 
you like in the NFC East now with uh, both Dallas and Philadelphia undefeated? I think I, I really think that they are so close and the teams are so well matched that it's going to come down to that last game of the season between the two. And uh, since the game is in Dallas, I don't know, objectively, I think that Dallas after last year might win that game. However, I think one or the other will be a wild card team. So yeah, I, it, should easily make a yeah, so it really, it really doesn't make that much difference. But just off the top of my head, I'd probably say Dallas uh, might win it. However, in the playoffs, I got to go with Philadelphia. Okay, uh, I want to make a comment about the Lions, and uh, I think that a lot of their problems are too predictable. In other words, they've got a good running game, a very good running game, but they they use it too much. First down, second down, about 80% of the time they run, and the defense knows it, and then they got third and line or something. Well, there could be a reason. There could be a reason for that. Uh, you have Gary Danielson throwing the ball, but are his receivers open? Does he have the speed to have those people get open? Well, uh, before uh, the game gets Minnesota, he was leading the NFC in uh, percentage of completion. So. Uh, yeah, but how many of those were, you know, the the, the short type of well, things that pick up two? Well, actually go to the bottom, but I don't think they dump around like Minnesota does. Yeah. The short dump passes, they throw a lot over the middle, and uh, I think they should open up the offense more uh, to break the game open a little more uh, from what I've seen so far. Well, I think that many of the coaches in the National Football League are still living three or four years back, whereby that was more prudent than throwing the ball all the time. However, the progressive rule changes that have been made over the past five years, I think, dictates that you must throw the ball not more now. And you take a look at some of the coaches that are not winning all the time, and you see some of the more conservative coaches, like a Bart Starr, um, who, who, although he has the, uh, uh, he, he does have the, the quarterback instincts of being the great quarterback that he was, is one of the more conservative coaches around. And you take a look over and over again, and you see more and more conservative coaches. And I think that's something that is going to have to be rectified. Greg, thank you very much for the call. Fifteen minutes uh, past the hour, and this is Enterprise Radio, the Sports Network. I'm Ira Melman, and it's my pleasure to welcome uh, to Enterprise Radio and our national audience, the third baseman for the New York Mets, Hubie Brooks. And Hubie, over and over again, we get the question as, uh, who do I think is the... Um, National League Rookie of the Year, and I named three people in Valenzuela, Reigns, and you, uh, but probably with publicity, although you play in New York, maybe Fernando Valenzuela um, might get more publicity than you do. Do you ever get into that type of thought pattern as to, thi as to thinking your chances for that award? No. Um, well, at the beginning of the season, I wasn't out here. It wasn't a goal for me to win Rookie of the Year. It was for me to make this ball club. It was for me to play on this ball club. And whatever happens, happens. Uh, I was only here to help us win ball games. If I win the rookie of the year, fine. If not, it's not that bad. I mean, after all, Tim Raines and Fernando Valenzuela are great ball players. So really, you don't set up a situation where you could be disappointed if you don't get it, then, huh? Oh no, no problem. Uh, you um, you were not a third baseman last year, if I'm not if I'm correct. Is that is that right? You're right. All right. What was the transition like moving over to third base into a situation where you know there's been so many third basemen for the New York Mets? Number one and number two, just as far as the fundamentals of the position are concerned. Well, the hardest part was uh, believing that I could play the position every day and do well enough to stay in the lineup and 
did you do during the strike, if it was something you did during the strike, to come out as hot as you did in the second half of the season? Well, I, uh, I was around the New York area for a while, and I went on to Houston, Texas for a little vacation. I came back, and I had time enough to think, and I really understood how much the game really meant to me. Because this is the first time I was ever without baseball, but I wanted to play. And it means a whole lot to me. I found that out during the strike. And I hope it won't ever, ever be another strike. Was there anything that you did specifically as far as working out, uh, keeping yourself in shape, that, uh, that you think might have led to the way you started out the second half of the season? Yeah, well, I kept myself pretty much in shape. I ran uh, a couple miles uh, three times per week. Uh, Played a little catch. I didn't get any batting practice because it's hard to get batting practice here. You don't have the right baseballs and you don't have the facility to hit consistently. What about the Mets' chances in the second half? How do you view them now? Well, the way we're playing now, I think our chances are just as good as the Philadelphia Phillies, just as good as the LA Dodgers, just as good as the New York Yankees. You, they, another extra extra inning game, and uh, I don't know. Obviously, you weren't listening to a national telecast uh, of a football game today. And Howard Cosell just every time the Mets win a game at the end of the year, just starts starts, you know, getting up the the old New Yorkers root for the Mets again. Is that happening at Chase Stadium or again, again, or have things remain kind of common shape? Well, no, they're coming out. They're rooting for us. Uh, it's a good feeling when you know that the fans are behind you. That makes you want to go out and do do a lot for them, and we know that they want us to win ball games. That's why we're trying our best. Hubie, I thank you very much for being with us, and I wish you the best of luck the remainder of the way. Thank you. Hubie Brooks, third baseman for the New York Mets, here with us on the Sports Network Enterprise Radio. 19 minutes past the hour is the time. I'm Ira Melvin. Our telephone number, 800-243-8111. We shall return after this from your local station. to your telephone calls in East Lansing, Michigan. Mark, it's your turn. How are you, Ira? Fine, Mark. Good. Did you hear any uh, of the results of the Michigan State-Ohio State game? I heard the final score, but I didn't see the stats, and I, uh, you know, I just saw that Ohio State won the game rather convincingly. Yeah, I believe they had a race, or not, or Morton Anderson kicked a 63-yard field goal for the Spartans. Really? Yeah. He's a good one, Ira. I told you before, him and Morton Anderson, they were something else last year. Or him and Ray Stacklett, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Also, I'd like to make a comment about the Lions. Surely. I can't believe a 1981 pro football coach named Monty Clark sits on a one-point lead at Minnesota. That's exactly what he did yesterday. You can't do that. You can't. You just simply cannot do something like that. I did not get a chance to see the game. I followed the score throughout the day. Uh, but especially a team that has the potential to score as quickly as Minnesota does, especially with Kramer back. Right. You do not sit on any kind of a lead, let alone a one-point lead. Do you know if Mark Nichols caught any passes yesterday? No, I don't think he did. I don't... I'm not certain, but I don't think he did. No. I didn't even know he played. Yeah, he was in, I think, in the third quarter. Monty sent him in. Because he was listed as uh, somewhat questionable for the game. Right. 
also I'd like to make a comment about the Tigers now. After their drought of five or so games, I think they're back. Milt Wilcox pitched a superb game tonight. He just kept the hitters off balance all well, night. As I said on the last hour of the program, is that Wilcox uh, historically has not been a, an effective pitcher in September. And if he can pitch the type of game he did tonight uh, for the Tigers down the stretch, then I think they might uh, they might be in pretty good shape with, with Morris and with the bullpen coming through. Do you think that Alan Trammell and Lou Whitaker are one of the best double play combinations in baseball? I think they are one of the best, yes. Okay, all right. Have a good night. All right. You too. Thank you very much for the call. Let's go to New York City. Bert, it's your turn. Yeah, this is Bert from New York. Yes, sir. Uh, I'd like to know, what do you think happened to the Yankees? They just look terrible. Well, it's either that they really don't care that much because they don't have to uh, until maybe the last week of the regular season when they get themselves in gear for the playoffs, or that it's time again uh, for another George Steinbrenner outburst. Now, he can't, he can't fire Lemon now, although he could, but I don't think he will. Um, I do think, however, that uh, it has almost become a situation whereby the Yankees almost need that uh, to be... Uh, they, need, they need the proverbial kick in the behind uh, from the owner, and they're expecting it. And I sure hope he does. I think that he's, uh, that Williams is one of the finest managers in baseball, and to have him just uh, you know sitting down in Tampa and not doing what he knows how to do best, I think is an awful waste. And I think that I think I really think that Dick Williams is one of the finest managers in baseball right now. Well, I just like to say that uh, if they don't get their butts in gear, uh, Boston or Detroit's going to end up taking it. Well, it sure is a possibility, but do keep in mind that no matter what they do in the end of this regular season, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Sure, you talk about momentum going into a postseason, and probably the only thing that matters there is how they play in the last week of the season. The only thing that really matters as far as play now for the four teams, Philadelphia, Oakland, uh, Philadelphia, um, it was, uh, yeah, Philadelphia, uh, Detroit, Phil what am I doing? Philadelphia, Los Angeles, New York, and Oakland. It really doesn't matter what they do in the second half of the season. It's as simple as that. Barron's. If you want to make better investment and business decisions, no publication helps you more than Barron's. In recent issues, Barron's surveyed the tax advantages of real estate investments, pointing out concrete ways the new tax bill could build a sizable shelter for investors. Barron's also covered the revolution in video entertainment, focusing on why the profit picture may be brighter than ever for makers of TV sets. Another Barron's article spotlighted an extraordinary Wall Street performer, a man with an uncanny ability to pick winning stocks in good or bad markets. Week after week, Barron's can help you make money or avoid losing money. Get 20 weeks of Barron's for only $21. To order, call this toll-free number now, 800-648-5321. That's 800-648-5321. Barron's, National Business and Financial Weekly from Dow Jones. Continue with your calls now on Enterprise Radio in Miami. Joe, it's your turn. Yeah, how you doing? Bye. There we go. That's how it was heard in 1981. Uh -huh. Chris, do you remember yep. that a little bit? Oh, sure. 
Well, the Patriots, uh, he was kept talking about the other oh, Patriots losing this one. They were 2-14 and 14 that year, so <laughs> they got the number one pick and took Kenneth Sims from Texas, who didn't do anything for him. But anyway, um, thing is that uh, it would be interesting to know, because I didn't know at the time who the affiliates were around the country, and, you know, yeah. to know what they ended up doing in the, you know, with the rest of their day. Obviously, they, there was no all sports uh, yet, but whether they had local shows that went up to that or how that worked. I think MEX, uh, I mean, uh, uh, MR, what was it, where, ITS, that's what they were at the time. I think they were in it. I don't remember, though, for sure if they were, but I think they were. KLIF had it, and they were country. They had gone country sometime around. But wasn't the Sports, and, uh, sports and Enterprise Network it. only on from, like, 4 until midnight or, or from, like. Something like that, yeah. they, Or they were on from 6 a.m. to 6, I mean, 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. or something like that. Yeah, they were something not, like that. They were, not all, they were not all day, and they, and they, and they, and, but yeah. they did do sports updates during the day, but they didn't do the, the whole talk format all day long. That was part of the problem. The, uh, the other thing that was interesting at the beginning, that was uh, people would remember that voice, Dan Davis who was uh, introducing the network, and of course he was uh, the ESPN Update guy for years and years and years on ESPN yeah. Radio. So, and how know, many, yep. yeah, they, I mean, they zoomed along, but did you, how many commercials did you actually hear in there? One, two, well, three? Well, they may, they may have cut some commercials. They may have cut yeah. some commercials out in some of those breaks, but the, the, they may have, or there may have been breaks for time for local commercials. Well, it was midnight. The football game got over after midnight, so uh, but the interesting thing that they were talking about, of course, was that that was a unique year that we had the strike. So the teams that won the first half of the season, they said, okay, you're in the postseason, and then another team from your division is going to get in and play a series against you. And so they, that was the deal. So like the Yankees and the Phillies and them had already won the first half. So they were like just drifting along. It didn't matter what they did. And, you know, so in the meantime, these other teams are fighting to get in. And uh, the, the, the thing that was interesting was that you know, it, you started the uh, the pickup when the strike was over on August 10th with everybody tied. So you had a, a natural pennant race for about six weeks. Everybody was in it because, uh, one, you, know, you know, right to the end. One thing I noticed that I think they were, of course, yeah, they were ahead of their time. But one thing I noticed, they didn't, they didn't have like a sports scoreboard type thing. Or maybe it just didn't make it into the air right. check. And. See, when I, I was in Louisiana at this time, and we did not have an affiliate to hear them. I had heard about them, but I, did, I didn't hear them, so I never got to hear them. And, of course, that was Ira Melman, who wasn't he at WINS for a while. And then, uh, like I said, Jay Howard worked for him. He went on to KSB in St. Louis in 83. I think John San Sterling Antonio. was there, too. Yeah. yeah, Jay Howard was there until yeah, well, I he, remember was, John he went WI for 18 yeah, yeah. years. Yeah, John Sterling was there, and then he went on to WSB and then for the did that talk show there and then he went yeah they had a lot of guys well, the next but, year john sterling left right away and did the hawks he was on the radio he was the radio yeah. voice of the hawks yeah yeah hawks and then the braves yeah but well, and then the, i think the first full-time sports network 24-hour one because espn like we said came on in 90 on the weekends and then 93 at night i think one-on-one sports might have been the first full-time yeah, sports 24 hours. What, 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 what about that one that was called Sports Byline USA with Ron? Oh, that's <laughs> Ron. That was, yeah, that Ron was, they, that's yeah. still, that's sort of still around, but they have a lot of boxing and MMA talk and stuff like that, but it's not on the radio anymore. But yeah, that was a, it was 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern because he was out of Oakland. Ron Barr was. I remember yeah. that. Oh, that. Yeah, the weird thing about that was he would do all kinds of interviews, and that was his thing. 
and then at the end of the hour they do scores but they only did finals because they were going to be used on armed forces that was a big filler for armed forces mm-hmm. radio so they never you never got a partial score it was all uh, all final yeah lionel can you unmute That's- yourself please Okay. I'll hear now. Uh, I heard part of that because I'm helping wife. The wife makes some cookies. Woohoo! Anyway, <laughs> wow. One one thing I, I can't believe you missed any part of it. Really, <laughs> I, <laughs> one thing that did stuck out is Hubie Brooks because I do remember him playing for my Dodgers back in 1990. When I turned 13 that year, so that that's oh, what okay. I come back. But one yeah. a couple other networks I do remember. You guys were just talking about uh, Sports Byline USA. Uh, San Diego carried them for the while, for, carried them for a while on the old extras. The sports final, uh, I think they carried that mostly overnight and some partially during yeah. the day before the games. And then another one, and this is cool how they started out because they've gone through so many names over the last thirty plus years. Uh, it actually started out simply known as the uh, uh, Sports Entertainment Network. That was actually based. That on was one on one sports. Yeah, SEN. Yes. Yes. That was, then yeah, they, they became one on one sports. Then you now they're sports all this, yeah. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Papa Joe. Remember him, Papa Joe? Oh, yeah. yeah. Papa Joe. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. all I got. Lionel, before you go, what did you think of that results radio deal where they sold it to Laser? I mean, uh, they've been buying all these stations up and uh, having a large network of stations. What did you think about that going to Sacramento? Can you hear me? I had to unmute. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it, I, yeah I remember you, you, I talked about that before. Yeah, I don't know. Um, at least that po- their the streaming is still online. Uh, that station, believe it or not, I don't know if they're going to cut it off, but uh, that's still available online. Last I checked, uh, a few days after the, the exchange. All right. Well, I'm not going to hold you. You better continue helping your wife bake those cookies. Yeah, I think he's good. playing make, make sure you're, But I have right? said, but I have said before, really quickly. Uh, you know, we don't, the only thing I don't like about that format is it's all based out of their uh, station in Santa Barbara. So what you hear all across those stations on Laser Radio is. You know, coming from them, the only thing you're gonna hear is obviously your local commercials in whatever market that's in. So yeah, yeah. All right, thank you, Lionel. Sure. Thank you very much. Good talking and to you. Sound like wasn't he's there playing also, games. around that time? Wasn't there also a? Didn't NBC have a sports talk show called NBC Sports at Large, and that with Jack O'Rourke or something? Was oh on yeah. yeah, yeah. It was around that it same did. time, eighty eighty one. It was. It wasn't twenty. It oh, wasn't even all night. It was one. just like a three. I heard it when I lived in Missouri on some NBC affiliates. Yeah, maybe Saturday nights or something. Well, let's. I think it's. I think it's time to move on a little bit, guys. I mean, no, we got to talk more sports. Yeah, I gotta say that the thing that the thing that made me sad about Enterprise Sports (laughs) is when they when they got on uh, WNDE, and I thought, okay, this is the end of Top Forty Radio in Indianapolis, and it was almost the end anyway. But they really. (laughs) <laughs> they put the nail in the coffin. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. really sad. Well, <laughs> what was sad, I think, was the timing. If they'd come along a year or two later, or a year Maybe. or two earlier, but, but because they come along and boom, you have a baseball strike. That, that's no good. That doesn't work. It's kind of well. like the old WIFE when they turned talk. You thought, well, maybe. Yeah. And then when they got down to those barons, you know that you're, hitting, you're scraping the bottom of the barrel. When you're playing those commercials, and then, then it was gone. But um, yeah. it, it wasn't a bad station. But you remember WND though. But after that, then they went. Remember they went kind of a music of your life, big band. Type? Yeah, they sure did. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and then they went oldies for a while, and it was just a mess. I mean, they did whatever they could do, uh, but it was it was bad. But I used to like to listen to a guy who was on there was Jay Lawrence, and he was out of Cleveland, Ohio. Jay Lawrence and guy by the name of Don Hine who used to do sports on the TV. Oh, yeah. And Bob okay, Gregory, he, yeah. He was, he was a good sports guy. Yeah, and and Bob Gregory did a little bit of the weather, and they tried to be a full-service station, and they had no listeners. Yeah. It was kind of sad. I mean, the way it was, but... It, yeah, they had some of the worst people on the air that you could imagine. Oh, <laughs> my. Like, you guys, what are you trying to do? I mean... They were, they were really, 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 really bad. Didn't they even carry the Pacers for a year or two? I can't. Maybe they uh, did. There was a time when they did. Yes. Yeah, there was. Yeah, they even. And, and of course, the the Pacers liked them because they gave them a much longer pregame show than than they get now. Pre-game, they all they give them twenty-four hours. I mean, they, they, had, they had nothing else to do. But yeah, see, WNBE had these terrible guys. There was a, there was a guy on there named Hans Peterson, and oh. I don't know where this guy was from, but uh, I used to call him and just make fun of him on on the phone, and he would go, he would go, "Yes, your mother should hear you right now." <laughs> fact she and does said, and this is not true what I said my mother is dead yeah <laughs> oh man he was he, he was so awful <laughs> they had some of the the morning people they try to keep a good morning team and then finally they just gave up yeah oh yeah and then it went satellite and then then it went to the end, and then when they did go, they it was kind of like ninety three one. They couldn't even go oldies right. You know what I mean when they did no. that. They couldn't even do that right. I mean, a station no. if you're going to be oldies, advertise it, promote it, whatever you're going to be top forty, do that. But do it in a way instead of play a little bit of this and. You're playing all oldies from the 60s. Now, what do you think people think you are? You know, so. Or exactly. WXLW kind of did that with country a little bit. Like, <laughs> we'll play one every, you know. and You're reaching it. back. <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm desperate tonight. I'm, <laughs> but You need to go to Evansville. I'm, I probably do. <laughs> Yeah, I used to hear WBNL down there in Greenville. Oh, there is there is an <laughs> award the, winner back in the seventies. Oh, man, there's just as bad on the internet now. These stations that are bad on the air are bad on the internet too. Mm-hmm. Listen to them sure. sometime. The music doesn't even sound good. I mean, they don't even give classic country a good name. It. It's just terrible. So the only thing they can do down there is a swap and shop. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, but Jeff, what have you got for us? You, uh, we're going to go back uh, to... Yeah, we were talking about this. I, it really interested me when I was looking. I always look for the air checks, and when I heard the station doing an a, a 80s-based format for the weekend, I said, well, we did that with Bernie on the Friday night. was a free-for-all in the 80s. And, of course, this is a totally different approach to it. But I wanted to see what this station sounded like. So when I found this air check, I said, well, let's take a listen to it. And, and, and that's what you get. And then we, get, then we can hear what they sound like today. They're owned and operated by Tyler Media, WMGL, I mean, KMGL-FM in Oklahoma City. I think I got the right one here. I hope I did because the next one is the morning show or right, something. Right, you got the right one. Okay, I got the right one. That's strange. Thought I would do the right one. Here we go. This week in my classic air check segment, as well as my featured station segment, we're traveling to Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, and we're going to listen to radio station KMGL-FM. The date of this air check is July 7th, 1996, and at this point in time, KMGL was doing an all-80s weekend, hosted by Scott Andrews. So without further ado, sit back and enjoy radio station KMGL-FM on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. Magic 104.1 KMGL presents the amazing 80s weekend. Scott Andrews here at 3 o'clock. KMGL, Oklahoma City. Magic 104.1 KMGL. How you doing? Scott Andrews. Hope you're keeping cool. Hey, listen, we've got uh, the freedom to choose for you sometime this hour. Concert tickets to either REO Speedwagon or Sticks. Listen later this hour to win on Magic 104.1 KMGL. Magic 104.1 KMGL. Mr. Mister from 1985 and Broken Wings. How you doing? Scott Andrews here. 20 minutes after 3 o'clock on your Sunday scorching afternoon. 99 degrees right now in Oklahoma City. We'll check the forecast for you on the way next. And don't forget, we're giving you the freedom to freedom to choose concert tickets all weekend long to either REO Speedwagon or Styx. Listen all weekend long. As a matter of fact, this hour, I'll have a chance for you to win. Listen for me to ask you to be caller 10, and you will call in and win. We'll tell you when to call in and exercise your freedom to choose. Plus, we'll spotlight, of course, the amazing 80s all weekend long. Aria Speedwagon, I've got lined up for you. Celine Dion and Gloria Estefan, too. Hang on. Where everything old can look new again. From us. There still is a heat advisory today with heat indices to 110 degrees. Otherwise, this afternoon, partly cloudy, 20% chance of a shower and thunderstorm. Hot with a high of 105. Tonight, partly cloudy, 20% chance of a shower. Low about 78. Right now, sunny and 100 in Oklahoma City. Call now and receive a whole house installation for $19.95. Limited time offer. Magic 104.1 KMGL right now giving you a chance. The freedom to choose. If you're my 10th caller right now at 460-5104, you'll have the freedom to choose concert tickets to either REO Speedwagon or Styx. It's from the station you listen to the most this summer. Magic 104.1 KMGL. Good luck.
Magic 104 KMGL. Who's this? Uh, my name is Tawana. Tawana? Uh-huh. You're the correct caller. Oh, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> You're caller 10. You got oh, the freedom to choose, girl. Oh, I want REO. A pair of concert tickets to REO? Yes. August 13th. Oh, God. Okay. So well, congratulations. Oh, You've got you. REO with Foreigner and Peter Frampton all in one show. Can you handle that? Oh, yes, I could. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Make plans for August 13th at the Zoo Amphitheater. Enjoy the concert and tell me which radio station do you listen to the most? Oh, Magic 104. Magic 104.1 plays the very best of the 70s, 80s, and especially the 90s. And this weekend, we're spotlighting the amazing 80s. 1984. Magic 104.1 KMGL. The amazing 80s weekend continues. That's from 84 Holland Oats and Out of Touch. Scotty Andrews here. Glad to have you along this scorching Sunday afternoon. We've got 100 degrees right now at the studios here of KMGL. 11 minutes before 4 o'clock. And don't forget, KMGL is inviting you to the summer twilight concerts all summer long. We want you to meet Larry Grant and Kathy Yeager tonight at 630 all right. The Stage Center, it's located at Sheridan and Hudson downtown. You can enjoy the British Invasion and register to win a stay at the Marriott Hotel while you're there. It's from the station you listen to the most. We're Magic 104.1 KMGL. On the way, Spandau Ballet from 83 and some Michael Bolton, too. It's a fabulous... Magic 104.1 KMGL. We've got a great way for you to beat the heat. It's dive-in movies at Whitewater Bay. I want you to come join us Thursday night for another great movie. After 4 o'clock, you can get in for just 8 bucks. It's from the station you listen to the most for summer fun. Magic 104.1. Magic 104.1 is KMGL. We're presenting the amazing 80s weekend all weekend long. Four o'clock here with Scott Andrews. for good. Let's take that on Magic 104.1 KMGL. We're the station you listen to the most from noon until one weekday afternoons for the lunchtime flashback. Kathy Yeager is your host. She's going to play all your requests from the 70s and 80s. It's time to flashback during your lunchtime. Check it out this week only on Magic 104.1 KMGL.
1980s. Pat Benatari there. Hit me with your best shot. 420, Scott Andrews with you this Sunday afternoon. It's here, the new Magic 104.1 KMGL On Air magazine. Now, if you haven't seen this, you really need to uh, pick one up sometime and take a look through it. You're wondering why you should have one? Well, here it is. It's easy. You can win $500 cash. And plus, we're going to include you in on the inside scoop of the winning magic song of the day. Plus an interview this uh, time with Celine Dion. And also Elton John is in there, too. Your favorite magic personalities is included in that. Pick up yours today, free, here at the studios of KMGL, 400 East Britain Road. Or you can stop by wherever we're out. It's from the station you listen to the most, Magic 104.1 KMGL. We'll check the updated forecast for you. Ozark Mountain Daredevils next from 75, and we'll do some Peter Cetera next. Magic what else? Fabrics Unlimited, where everything old can look new again. From us. The heat advisory continues with heat and disease to 110 degrees, so be careful. Drink lots of water. This afternoon, partly cloudy, 20% chance of a shower. Hots with a high about 105. Tonight, clouds, 20% chance of showers, low 78. Tomorrow, cloudy, 30% chance of showers, high of 102. Sunny and 100 now. Magic 104.1 KMGL, the amazing 80s weekend continues with Rick Springfield from 1982. And don't talk to strangers. I'm not one. Talk to me, will you? It's 13 before 5 o'clock. Glad to have you along with us this Sunday afternoon as we go to 102 degrees now in Oklahoma City. For all you space fans out there, I thought you might be interested in this. From Kennedy Space Center this morning, Space Shuttle Columbia safely returned to Earth. Uh, the space plane landed at the Kennedy Space Center at 8.37 in the morning this morning, Eastern Time, ending the longest flight in space shuttle history. So we made history this morning. The medical research mission lasted 16 days and nearly 22 hours. That's seven hours longer than the previous shuttle record set last year by Endeavor. So I thought you might be interested in that. Great music continues as we do the amazing 80s weekend all the way from 87 Stevie Winwood, and we'll do Westless Heart, too. Hang on. We love folks, that's what we do. KMGL. We're giving you freedom all this holiday weekend long. Freedom to choose concert tickets to either REO Speedwagon or Sticks. Listen all weekend, and uh, as a matter of fact, next hour, we'll tell you when to call in and exercise your freedom to choose. Plus, we'll spotlight the amazing, amazing 80s all weekend long. From 1987, Mr. Stevie Winwood, the finer things on Magic 104.1. Magic 104.1 KMGL, giving you the amazing 80s weekend. It's 5 o'clock with Scotty Andrews. KMGL, 
Magic 104.1 KMGL and the Amazing 80s Weekend continues from 1987. That was Starship. Scott Andrews here, eight minutes after five. We just hit 105 degrees, by the way. Don't forget, we're giving you the chance, freedom to choose. Concert tickets to Ario Speedwagon or Sticks. Listen later this hour to win on Magic 104.1. Magic 104.1 KMGL inviting you tonight to the Summer Twilight Concerts. Larry Grant and Kathy Yeager will be there tonight at 6.30 at Stage Center. Sheridan and Hudson downtown. Enjoy the British invasion. And while you're there, register to win a stay at the Marriott Hotel. From the station that you listen to the most, Magic 104.1. Magic 104.1 KMGL. Miss Paula Abdul from 89. Forever your girls. 520. Scott Andrews. So glad to have you with us on this scorching hot Sunday afternoon. 100 degrees right now at the studios. An updated forecast for you is on the way, as well as some more great music for you, too. Huey Lewis from 82, along with the news, by the way. And Will to Power is on the way next. Don't forget, giving you that chance at freedom. Freedom to choose concert tickets. I've got Aria Speedwagon or Sticks tickets coming up sometime this hour. Listen for me to ask you to call in and win on this amazing 80s weekend on Magic 104.1 KMGL. Unlimited, where everything old can look new again for less. The heat advisory continues with heat indices to 110 this afternoon. Partly cloudy, 20% chance of a shower. Hot for the high of 105. Tonight, clouds, 20% chance of rain, low 78. Tomorrow, 30% chance of thunderstorm and a high near 102. Right now, mostly sunny in Oklahoma City and 105. Magic 104.1 KMGL during the amazing 80s weekend. How are you doing? Scott Andrews here, 13 before 6 o'clock, and I've got a chance for you right now. A chance to choose as we give you the freedom to choose all weekend long. Concert tickets now to either Oreo or Sticks. You be my 10th caller at 460-5104. You'll have the freedom to choose concert tickets to either of those concerts from the station that you listen to the most this summer. Magic 104.1 KMGL. Good luck. Magic 104.1 KMGL. Let's go to the phones and get ourselves a winner. Hi. Hi, KMGL. Yeah, I was calling about your tickets. Well, you're the winner. You're caller 10. All right. Yes. What's your name? Tony Stevens. Tony? Yeah. What part of the city are you calling from? Norman, Oklahoma. Well, guess what? You've got the freedom to choose now, guy. A pair of right. tickets to either Aria Speedwagon on August 13th or Sticks July 25th. Which will it be? Aria Speedwagon. Aria Speedwagon with Foreigner and Peter Frampton. Can you handle those all, all those guys in one show? Buddy, I don't know if you can or not. <laughs> August, <laughs> August 13th. 13th at the Zoo Amphitheater. We want to see you there, okay? I'll be there. When I married my wife, I got the tickets to Ariel Speedwagon, and I couldn't go 15 years ago. Well, make this an anniversary celebration. I sure will. Enjoy the concert, and tell me, which radio station do you listen to the most? Magic 104.1, the number one.
104.1 FM KMGL, giving you the amazing 80s weekend. Scott Andrews with you at 6 o'clock. Magic 104.1 KMGL, the station you listen to the most for your favorite love songs on Magic After Dark. And you could win a special anniversary gift from the Medallion Hotel. Listen weeknights at 8 o'clock for the details on Magic 104.1 KMGL. She's a fine young cannibal. She drives me crazy from 1988. Magic 104.1 KMGL. How you doing? Scott Andrews, 11 minutes after 6 o'clock. Listen, there's still time to catch the Summer Twilight concert tonight. Larry Grant and Kathy Egger are on their way. Starts at 6.30. The center stage. Sheridan and Hudson with the British Invasion. Magic 104.1 KMGL. It's the voice of Boy George and the Culture Club. Karma Chameleon. Scott Andrews, 20 minutes after 6 o'clock. I certainly hope you're enjoying this amazing 80s weekend as much as I am. Some more great stuff from Phil Collins and Los Lobos from the 80s are coming up in the hour. Uh, just a little bit of what's going on here at the radio station. Uh, you, you know, you, you won concert tickets this weekend. Oreo and Sticks. How about some cash? Well, KMGL is the station that you listen to most to win the big cash. We have it weekday mornings at 7.20 with the Magic Morning Club as they announce the magic song of the day. Listen tomorrow morning at 7.20. They'll announce the song. Then keep your radio set all day long, even while you work, to 104.1 for your chance to win $104 in cash. It's that simple from all of us here at Magic 104.1 KMGL. Magic 104.1 KMGL. Again, from us. The updated forecast for Oklahoma City tonight, partly cloudy, 20% chance of a thunderstorm, low of 76. Tomorrow, clouds, a 20% chance of a thunderstorm, high of 98. Monday night, tomorrow night, partly cloudy, 30% chance again at rain and a low in the lower 70s. Clear at 99 now in the city. Magic 104.1 KMGL. It's Los Lobos with La Bamba. Scott Andrews here about 16 before 7 o'clock. Larry Snow with Magic After Dark tonight. And all your requests beginning at 8 o'clock. Magic 104.1 and KMGL and General Cinemas invite you to summer movie camp. Now, each Wednesday at 10 a.m., your child can see a top movie, enjoy a soft drink of popcorn for just $2.50. This Wednesday's movie is Arabian Nights. And if you'd like more details, you can call me here at Magic 104.1 KMGL. Heart with Ann Wilson is next. Well, there you go. Scott Andrews is heard on radio station KMGL-FM in Oklahoma City on their all-80s weekend. And the date of the soundtrack was July 7th, 1996. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, or if there's a classic soundtrack that you'd like me to present, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. 
The email address here is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F, Jeff, at allthingsradio.net. Or you can call that feedback line at 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595, hitting option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. Okay, Jeff, you discuss this and I know nothing about it. Well, uh, <laughs> let, let me ask you, Bernie, because you, you do the 80s. Obviously, it's a totally different way of, of, of you doing it as opposed to the way they do it. So what was your opinion? I thought he used this name a lot too much, and he used these crutches yeah. that a lot of announcers do. Oh, the crutches were driving me crazy. How um, you doing? Oh, my and, God. And, and they're saying the same thing all the time. However, I can't complain about the music. And, and it was him that posted the YouTube video. And, and, and the reason it sounded so weird is because he was using what is known as a skimmer. And so every time he would turn the microphone on and off, it would oh, yeah, turn yeah, the yeah. Tape, yeah. tape recorder on and off. But it, but again, I mean, for what it was back in 1996, it was probably, you know, I don't know. I mean, I don't listen to the radio station. I wouldn't well, have listened to it then myself. No, I wouldn't have. Here, here, here's the thing. It was not all 80s. And I guess they didn't no. say they were all no. 80s. No, they this is an amazing 80s. 80s. Well, they had at least, they, they had Melissa Etheridge, the only one. They had, I swear, all for one. They had, what was it, uh, Run Around. They were going to play Jackie Blue, he yeah. said. I didn't hear it. But he said. Yeah, yeah, they were from yeah, the 70s. They went to the funny, 70s, so. yeah. Yeah. Well, but a lot of stations but, that yeah, do that so do I, these I, weekend I things. I, oh, go ahead, Bernie. I'm I sorry. I was under the impression it was going to be all 80s. That's, yeah. that's what I thought, yeah. But yeah. a lot of the radio stations, even though they say it's all 80s weekend, they play the majority of 80s pits, but they play other things. And I've heard other stations do the same thing, Bernie. It's not, it's not unusual. Not us. Well, I know you. Anyway, get, I, know, right. uh, I know Mix 96.5 in Houston used to do, uh, they would do specialty weekends back in the early 2000s, and they stuck to them. But, yeah. I mean, they didn't. And I like, noticed. The songs ahead, were kind of slowed down. The songs were kind of slowed down. Also, I know. Well, I, I had and no that control. might have been the YouTube. That was that no. Was that's the not recording. you. That's not you. That's the way they were. Posed. That was the way they were recording. I was going to say it was. They were slowed down a little. Like I said it was. It was on him. It wasn't on you. I was just pointing out. I noticed, but yeah, I wasn't impressed. But um, if um, you if you ever hear, if I play a song that's not from the '80s, I totally make fun of our programming department. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I get like, that, I'm Bernie. Sorry, you guys. I get that. I heard y'all. As I said, I wanted to put this on just to show what, this, show other, what other stations were doing, and the the idea. Was oh, I know. I, I think it was great that you did it. I, I really do. And I've heard your All Ladies Weekends, and y'all do a good job with it. I think with I mean a wide variety of them that I've listened to, and you know, well, especially you know on Saturday night, but that's not anybody's. That's not y'all's control. But you know, the rest of the weekend, I, right, I've checked right. it out. And I'm like, yeah, y'all got a that good. Guy, the guy who's on the need to sit on Saturday is pretty good, though. Yeah, he's all right. Yeah, he's him and that guy. Doesn't he? No, he doesn't. He yeah. wouldn't do that. No. <laughs> yeah. No, I, right. I thought it was. I, I thought for what it was, it was. It was okay. I really did. I just. He I didn't, didn't have like much. The, the problem was it wasn't much going one. on. It was hot. There were no commercials, and uh, no, there were commercials. All they, there, they, there were commercials. Oh, they, they, they were scoped. That then that that's yeah, why you, that's oh, why okay. you, you didn't right. realize that they they scoped them. Yeah, but again, uh, you know, as I said before, as I said before, that's why I wanted to know the panel. I mean, I, I you're a tough panel to please anyway. But that's but that's well, okay. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, really, you don't have to worry about pleasing us. We mm-hmm. we think you do a great job with. I mean, it's not your fault that the stations. Don't sound great, or do sound great? Right, you just put it out yeah. there. We can't guarantee no, one thousand no. percent, and I wouldn't take it. Bad. 
One thing, right. uh, one thing I like to, to I say mean, about that. I mean, hell, you kept me through Enterprise Sports, so come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but maybe we can get one of those stations that do the new wave format from the from the uh, from the seventies uh, or some of that. I love that new wave uh, stuff, but no one else does. But I happen to like that uh, music. But uh, where was this station at in, in Oklahoma? Oklahoma City. Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. City. Oklahoma well, City. then they were a big market, but they. They didn't sound like a big market station. Maybe they were. But what I did notice about that station is they did a lot of promotion. They had the movie thing for the kids. They oh, had, yeah. Uh, they had the uh, good concert giveaway. We could choose the, uh, uh, you know, bringing that in with the 4th of July. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And those, I mean, those stations in Oklahoma City and Tulsa both because they're the only two really decent sized towns in Oklahoma. Like I think Gary, you were talking about their signals get out yeah. real what far. Gonna, what I was gonna say about that station was that in the sixties they were known as K O F M and they had two hundred thousand watts and they covered about wow. seventy or eighty percent of the state. And they had a news network there called the Indian Nation News Network. And they had that for a few years. I don't know how long it lasted, but it was replaced by the Oklahoma News Network, but KOFM covered uh, a lot of real estate. And I think in the 70s they were AOR or something. I don't know what all they did format-wise, but I think sometime they lowered it down to 100,000 when everybody went on the same six. Up there. Uh, very good. Walter, you have your hands raised. Uh, um, one hand raised, I should say, not two of them. Go ahead. Hands, uh, uh, got, yeah, um... Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, and happy a, birthday, that Walter. Good... What's that? Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Yeah, His you birthday was last Monday, wasn't it? Yeah, Monday. Yeah. yeah. I saw it on um, Facebook. Wow. Go ahead. Um, what, what did you want to say, Walt? Well, yeah, that um, that was a pretty good air check. And uh, to kind of add to what uh, Gary was saying about them being KOFM, I do recognize that. That was an because it was an AT forty affiliate, if I'm not mistaken, at one time, and then that's that's how I knew of KOFM. But yeah, that was a pretty good air check. Yeah, that was the cool thing about American Top Forty. You could sit there and listen to, you know, find out who was around, you know, because we didn't know about other stations as much. Uh, you, you might know some, but yeah. you know, that's where you started to hear some of the names that, that we now take for granted. Yeah, the other thing that was fun about that is you waited to hear your own station. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. fun. And then he'd start with something in Fiji, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah because I, I moved. Because I'm because I moved so much as a kid, I learned where I I knew where before I got there where some of the top forty stations were in the new town I was moving because I may have heard it on AT forty. Yeah. Mentioned. Yeah. It was so I funny was one night I, I heard all three of them. I was listening to the classic American Top 40, and, they, and one of the stations that came through was WBZ. And I said, that's right, they did play American. They weren't a Top 40 station. They, they were adult contemporary, but they did play American Top 40 yeah. uh, for a few oh. months. And then I forget when, but they did. Well, well, you know, WENS did the same thing in the early 80s. Uh, we were definitely not a Top 40 station, but we ran it. Mm-hmm. I, you know what I like, but we can't play them here, is uh, I like the Casey Case and bloopers, but we won't talk oh, about yeah. them. Oh, yeah. I love it. That's great. Yeah. Oh, I can't play it here, buddy. And Bernie, no, I, I want to know what you did. I? And Bernie, I got a question for you, Bernie. I want to know what you did with my photographs. Yeah. <laughs> I also want to know what happened to the pictures I was supposed to. <laughs> That's right. But what, what I think 
what's funny is when I met Casey once, I was so tempted to say, wow. Casey, tell me about that little dog named Snuggles. Come on. <laughs> Get Don on the phone. Do it. You know, um, my friend, before we go here, my friend Todd worked at uh, WJPZ with me, and he worked out in Los Angeles, and he did a lot of voice work. And he met Casey Kasem, and he's not what you think. He's very, very quiet, and he's a a very nice guy. He said the guy was, you couldn't ask to deal with a nicer person than Casey. Ask his wife. (laughs) That one day, Well, it happens. It happens. Yeah. Look, it, ha- it happens. To, it happens to the best of us. Believe me. So Never uh, the funniest one, I think, is the one, and, and you and you'll hear us uh, on Saturday morning at two. 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 That's two. My favorite. Two. That's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We we all at the station. We all do that even now. Like, well, the meeting will be at two. We'll go two. <laughs> Next, you got to hear the Howard Cosell bloopers, and I have a bunch of Howard Cosell outtakes. Oh, those are good, good. Some of those. Yeah, those are those are fun. Yeah. We should yeah. do, we should do an all, all things radio after hours sometime, like on a Friday night at midnight or something. Place well, like that. why we why we couldn't hear that stuff? I mean, what what no. legal problem? We, we don't have any FCC limitations. The only limitations no, are what, the only limitations are really what what Bill wants to do. It's his station, that's so right. well, we, we to, uh... we'll talk about it, okay, guys? So, <laughs> yeah. wow, there was a Win Elliott Sports Central where <laughs> the board op ran all the wrong actuality. Yo, I don't have that one, but I know it's available somewhere. <laughs> Uh, and you could tell Wynn was not a happy man at the end of it, we'll say. Yeah. <laughs> that does happen. Wow. That does happen. Well, Bill, we have, hope you have a safe trip to uh, uh, Evansville, Indiana. Yeah, and we will, uh, hopefully, and... Go to the graduation, get that done, and do all that stuff. Is there still a WBNL in Greenville? Yeah, there still is. It's um, okay. <laughs> moved its FM signal. Well, it's, let's see, it's on AM at 1540 for now, but its translator was at 90, 90, see, 97.7. They sold that, and they moved to 99.9. Is where the translator is now in Boonville, so it lives on. Boonville lives on. There was a station in Mount Vernon, Indiana. Another struggler was B- whatever, but they're now classic country, and they moved to F translators. I don't think there's anything without a translator, with the exception of WGBFAM, and they don't. Oh yeah have any translators and they that market hasn't changed and the worst station of all time is I don't even know what their call letters are now it used to be WJPS and they went to oh they were yeah, yeah. they were and now then they, they went, at one time though Bill at one time they were a pretty good top 40 station yes they were but and in fact uh, uh, Bruce Summers the, the Trek and Bozo worked there yeah he did oh. So, I mean, yeah. it was one time, it was a great little station. And so yeah. they were. And, uh, you know, they they were good. I can't find my phone to shut it up. But they were a good station. And uh, I, I like them, you know, back in the day. But now it's when gospel, I think they're part of some network with a million other stations. I don't know what it is, but. 
whatever it is, it can't be too good. They had trouble with their transmitters, and they were another one of those stations that tried to go talk, but they'd play one song, then they'd talk a little bit, then they'd play another song, then they'd talk a little bit. They couldn't, these stations, they can't do it right. They halfway, we ought to do a radio check of some of those stations who do half flips on formats. But GBF at one time also used to be a top 40 station back in the yeah, early 70s. They were they were the king of top 40 radio for a while. They were Yeah, they, they were had big time people there. They were and they were very very good uh, at one time. Yeah, and and, I went to Evansville University for the summer session in, in 75 and uh, they switched on Labor Day and I was already gone and I never got oh, to hear Yeah, I remember that. So, and that was way, way, way back in the day. In fact, you guys came together, and for some reason, a couple of us alone, I don't know why we were out there. You guys knew more than we did, but we were out there to talk to you. I don't even... I remember that. I stayed away for the whole session. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) What can I tell you? But I don't have no idea what we talked about or... What I think it, you, you talked to us about your job. That's what you did. I did? I had a job? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. I didn't realize it was easier to go on this. Yeah. Yeah. But So that's what we did. Yeah. Well, Jeff, we're going to let you get back to your coffee and some editing and the things that you do. And that get you to the Lakers game pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah, Lakers coming up. Yeah. We can do. Yep. Let's do this morning I'll show. Sure I'll, be, I'll be missing. That. And let's hope that the so. folks on YouTube TV don't lose their TV reception like that, like that happened yeah, in the that, Celtics game. So it's uh, funny because we were just talking. We were in our in our group uh, on the system. We were having a whole bunch of talk about that stuff, and that's the problem. I mean, uh, you know, it's one thing to stream something. You know, you download it, you've got it, and then it's in your control. And even if the, the internet goes out, you've already got it. You know, it's on your computer or wherever it is. But that's the thing. A live game is not in your control, and if it goes wrong, it's that's everything. Well, let me tell you something. It's going to happen again. It will happen again. And again. And again. Well, let's end it on a happy note. See you guys next week. Okay. Thank you. This week on my featured station segment, we're traveling to Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, and we're going to listen to radio station KMGL-FM. The station is owned and operated by Tyler Media, and we're going to hear how morning sound on this radio station. The morning hosts are Jeff and Rachel, and I think you're going to enjoy this segment. So without further ado, sit back and enjoy radio station KMGL-FM from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. We got hey! All right, so uh, it's earlier, it's been a train wreck Tuesday. Yep. So let's get totally random with it. I was going to say, so now it's a totally random Tuesday. We'll see if it's a train wreck, too. It might be. You know, there are so many things that we love to look forward to this summer. We want to know about the things you're not. That's what we're going to talk about after Eric Garman. Totally random Tuesday. Get yours ready. What are you not looking forward to this summer on 1041? Magic Morning Show with Jeff and Rachel. Listening to good radio in the morning sets the tone. On today's Magic 104.1. And Lacey. Good morning. Good yep. morning. We've got her. Yep, that right there confirms what we thought yesterday. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah. Oh. No, 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 no. Let me, yeah, let me no, it confirms let me explain. it. No. 
I'm I'm coming to you live from a different location than yesterday because yesterday's location is broke. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we'll have to see it to believe it. <laughs> hey, Jeff will be in there later. He can confirm. Keep this in mind. This is backfiring on you guys because you pick these awful things for me to read. And now that we're having technical difficulties, you guys have to read them. It's- and that's why you're upset. Actually, we're not upset. We just thought it was funny because yesterday we actually gave you a tame one. Yeah, oh, you did. Dang it! Just Officer you never Hanson. Give me tame ones. Well, well, you missed it, so you you'll get it. an extra doozy next week. Oh, great! <laughs> uh, technical difficulties. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, that's what we said. Yesterday we said, okay, before we get into totally random, we're going to have to give her a, 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 a ration of crap because about, oh, it's Misconnection Monday. I can't hear you. Yeah, Can you says, hear me? Oops, it's broken. Oops. We should have been suspicious when she said she was going through a tunnel. I'm just yes. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. All right, so let's get to Totally Random Tuesday. Yeah, so so many things to love about summer, yeah. but today we're, we're talking about the things you just are not looking forward to at all for summer. Okay, I'll, I'll just, go first. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Because mine, I think, will probably fall into maybe another category later. But uh, ticks and mosquitoes. I just mm. oh, because yeah. it seems like about this time, Lacey and her colleagues over there at News Nine are going to start reading stories about it's a bad tick season. Watch out for ticks, mm-hmm. ticks, 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 ticks. What about wasps or whatever you were oh. swatting at? Gotta look out for that too. Just a heads up. No bugs are the worst. Uh, it hurts. The, uh, you know, I had to say it, Jeff. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, bugs are, are terrible. And doesn't a certain type of blood like attract mosquitoes more than others? That's what they say. Is it true? Like your whatever like it is, the I've got it. Composition of your blood or something. I think I, I always think it's because I'm so sweet. You know, yeah, they like my your, blood. Your better. sugar levels mm-hmm. <laughs> and your blood are high. I feel like the tick thing starts with turkey season. Every time I go yeah. turkey hunting each yeah. season, that's the start of what will be ugh, just a bad tick summer too. Mine yeah. is mine is um, overall just general stickiness yeah i just feel sticky yeah. in the summer yeah because it's like just... even if you aren't dripping sweat it's not rolling down it just stays on you it's like tacky and yes. you're just like sticking to everything i hate that it's hot and humid mm-hmm. all the time just generally sticky you're waking up with my magic morning shows jeff and rachel on today's magic 104.1 from the lucky star casino studio this is today's magic 104.1 Every morning we're waiting for you in your car. Well, not in a creepy way, only sort of creepy. My Magic Morning Show with Jeff and Rachel. Listening to good radio in the morning sets the tone. On today's Magic 104.1. Closed off from love, didn't need the pain. Well, there's plenty to look forward to as we head into summer, but for Totally Random Tuesday this morning, we wanted you to tell us what you're not looking forward to this summer. Turns out there's plenty of those things as well. You guys can weigh in on the uh, Enjoy Vision Talk text line. That's 4605104. Or you can hit up any of our socials. Over on Facebook, Melissa said, people's butt cheeks. I'm not talking about swimsuits. I'm talking about those short shorts everywhere. <laughs> I'm going to argue that some people, that may be one of the most <laughs> biggest things that they're looking forward to. Well, I was going to say, yeah, it depends on what side of the Dep- fence yep, you sit on. It depends on, on where you fall on that, but that, that's a fair that's assessment. Yeah. That's definitely going to happen. You can also talk to us on the Enjoy Vision text talk line, 405-4605-104. Hi, it's Magic. Good morning. I have one that's very unusual, and you may call me anti-American or just unusual, but I live in Mustang, and I'm re- I don't like it when people shoot off fireworks late at night around my house when I'm wanting to go to bed. 
I don't know that that's anti-American. I no. think that's yeah. Uh, I agree. That's just disruptive. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we're allowed to have fireworks in Mustang. So the the thing that I am most looking forward to is the Fourth of July to be over with, so that people will stop shooting fireworks. So that's the thing I don't really like about the summer. For my Magic Warning Show, it's Jeff and Rachel here on 104.1. It's a totally random Tuesday. We're asking you this. Uh, what is the thing that you are not looking forward to this summer? Some... Oh, you're ready for bugs. I know you are. Ugh, June, bu- June bugs. Oh, sure. I hate June bugs. We mentioned all the other ones, and I know June bugs are harmless. But if you're uh, somebody with long hair, the chances are that you've also had one fly in between your hair and your ear. Oh, Jeff, that is the worst. Whenever I walk up to a door at night, I always shrug my shoulders up to try to cover my ears up while I'm trying to get the door open every single time. Bugs are terrible. <laughs> that is uh, too funny. <laughs> you guys are telling us things that you're not looking forward to this summer over on the Enjoy Vision Talk text line as well as all of our socials. Over on Facebook, Susie mentioned going to the store and bumping into the people that don't shower for days after working outside. <laughs> I mean, what's the point? You're just going to get sweaty the next day, right? Well, it, there, there is some truth to that. <laughs> but I mean, let's just be honest. You could have showered that morning and you did, yeah. you did something. You're, you're probably going to smell. Listen, it's Oklahoma. What was that? That, that girl earlier this morning on the smell of the air said, oh, girl, you smell like outside. You, the, yeah. What you're smelling is funk. That That's is body sure. funk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, over on TikTok, uh, I like this. Marla says, ticks, mosquitoes, and 90 plus degree weather. So if you want to talk to us, you can do that. You can text or call us on the Enjoy Vision text talk line, 405-460-5104. Hi, it's Magic. Good morning. What I don't look forward to is, is summer, kids out of school, and that's when most people take their vacations. So that's when everybody wants to jack up prices on everything. It's true. true. Yeah, gas goes up, everything goes up during the summer. Yep, absolutely. I never look forward to that. You say you'll be down in five. Magic Morning Show with Jeff and Rachel on today's Magic 104.1. It's a totally random Tuesday, and on this totally random Tuesday, we're letting you vent about summer, the things you are not looking forward to this summer. Right. <laughs> and there's plenty of them, even though there's a lot to look forward to as well. Don't be, in, um, we're not trying to be negative Nancys. No, 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 I don't, I, here's the thing, I don't think we're trying to be negative Nancys. I think we're just stating the obvious. Yes. I mean, uh, one of the things that I think has always been, like, if you go have a great weekend, whether it's at the lake, the pool, whatever, Mm -hmm. splash pad, is it not the hardest thing to come back to work on Monday? Oh, absolutely. And that doesn't happen unless it's summertime. You see what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, you still have good weekend, but most of the time it's because you did a summer getaway. Maybe you're, right. you know, maybe you did. Maybe you just ran down to Clinton to the water park zoo there. You know, you stayed the night. You had a good time. And then, oh, man, we got to go back to work. Well, see, that all sounds fun. And then I get out of my car and then I'm sweaty before I hit the door when I'm coming into work. That kind of thing. Not, summer's not so fun in your everyday practical life. You know, for moms and dads trying to figure out things to do or feed their kids. Yep. They cannot be looking forward to that. A lot of people have mentioned bills, whether that's the electric bill that goes up, the food bill because your kids are home more. Uh, Yeah, that's what a lot of people have been saying. Actually, two texts back-to-back that say the electric bill. (laughs) 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 Nobody in Oklahoma is looking forward to that. All right, so if you want to weigh in, you can find us on the socials. You can text or call the Enjoy Vision text talk line. Well, there you go. A trip to Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, and radio station KMGL-FM and their morning show hosted by Jeff and Rachel. 
Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, or if there's a feature station that you'd like me to present, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the Worldwide Legend.